0: This is Bob Morris in Desert Horticulture. Today I want to talk to you about freezing temperatures that are coming down the pipe in a couple of days here in the Las Vegas Valley and in the Mojave Desert. What are you going to do about your bougainvillea and other tender plants? All this and more on today's Desert Horticulture. There is a weather alert right now that there might be some freezing temperatures entering the valley, the Las Vegas Valley in the next couple of days. And I suppose it's going to impact uh, parts of the Mojave Desert as well. We're a little colder in the Las Vegas Valley than in some other parts of the Mojave Desert. And particularly colder than uh, some of the lower elevation parts of the Sonoran Desert down near Phoenix and Bullhead City along the river, Laughlin area. But uh, we do get our freezes. This is early. I normally don't expect freezing temperatures until about mid-December, so this is unusually early. And what compounds the problem when we have low temperatures is wind. So anytime we can prevent the wind from uh, coming onto our property and coming in contact with tender plants, we're going to have a benefit from that. The, The worst combination you can have are low temperatures, freezing temperatures, combined with the wind. Freezing temperatures alone are bad enough, but when you have wind and these plants are trying to gain a little bit of heat from the sunlight, and I should add to that, if it's overcast and there's no real intense sunlight out there, that can also add to the problem. So if we have overcast weather, if there are if there's no cloud cover at night if it's open skies if uh, there's wind combined with it and that wind impacts our tender plants we can have a problem so that kind of sets up the climate portion of that but remember too the the wind direction where that wind is coming from if it's coming from the north it's going to be a lot colder than if that wind is coming from the south or the west those north winds coming out cloudless skies can be a real problem for us. So what do you do? Well, if you haven't done it already, if you haven't prevented some of that uh, wind from getting onto your property, you might want to consider some future date. It's too late now. Some future date to construct some sort of a windbreak. Remember that windbreaks only operate about about uh, five times their height uh, effectively. So if you've got a windbreak that you've constructed or you've made out of plants that uh, is five feet tall, then it's only going to affect a distance of about 25 feet beyond that and, of course, uh, below that uh, that, uh, windbreak height. So, uh, again, also keep in mind how thick or dense it is. We don't want a wall for a windbreak, but you do want something that slows the air as it comes through. About 80% uh, filling the the area with about 80% um, obstruction and about 20% that's open is enough to slow that wind down. But Basically, that's what we're going to try to do is slow that wind down on the property at some future date, if you haven't already. So, but what do you do right now? Well, if you've done this, if you've fertilized these plants uh, after about August 1st with a high nitrogen fertilizer, that's the first number on the fertilizer bag, that's a big no-no on tender plants. On tender plants like citrus, bougainvillea, and other things that could freeze during some uh, freezing temperatures... You don't want to apply any high nitrogen fertilizer. The other fertilizers are fine, high phosphorus, high potassium, but no high nitrogen. We don't want to push any tender growth in the fall when that tender growth could be impacted pretty heavily by freezing temperatures. So that's a big no-no. Don't apply those fertilizers. Another option you have is the purchasing of frost blankets. Frost blankets are those things you can purchase them online. You can purchase them in some of the local nurseries like uh, like star for instance. <clears throat> those frost blankets will give you some protection, about five degrees of protection below freezing. So the idea is you open up, you throw it over, you tack it down to the soil. Uh, not letting any wind in there, you capture the heat that's coming out. The timing of that is pretty critical. You want to put those frost blankets on when the ground is is at its warmest and it's entering into the late afternoon, early evening hours. You don't want that ground, you don't want to put on a a frost blanket on top of ground that has already gotten cold. So, you know, putting it on at 10 o'clock at night is going to be kind of worthless, so you'll want to put it on about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 3.30ish on that, and you'll pa- toss it over the plant, lock the corners down with some sort of staples or something to keep the air from cold air from getting inside and getting it cold. That can help reduce the amount of uh, damage that those plants can get. But, you know, they're suggesting uh, that the temperatures might get down to 29 degrees. Well, the frost blankets will work if it's those kind of temperatures. Uh, It won't work if it gets down to 25 degrees, for instance. Uh, That's just too low for it. And frost blanket, there's nothing that's going to work. The other option you have is just to throw a blanket on top of it. You have an old blanket that you're not using anymore. Put some insulation down. Keep the wind off of it. Again, you'll have to tack it down, either rocks or something, to keep that, if there is any wind at all, to keep it from blowing and letting that cold air get underneath it. So you might want to consider that as well. Outside of that, you just hope for the best. And if uh, you won't know uh, if there's been any damage for a couple of days, probably after the cold weather has hit. And if the cold weather has come and and gone through, I wouldn't uh, prune anything yet this time of the year. This is only the end of October. So I wouldn't prune anything yet. We may have some cold temperatures that come through the valley a little bit later on. So let's see what happens. You could go out there with a hand shears and uh, lightly nip off, cut off some of the damaged area as you see it. But just keep in mind that further damage might come a little bit later. So uh, the other option is to is to wait for it, let it let the damage occur. It's visual. Um, understand that, and then wait until freezing temperatures have passed in the Las Vegas Valley. That typically isn't until about the first week in March, and about 90% of our of our freezing temperatures, 95% of our freezing temperatures have passed by mid-March. So just keep uh, keep your eye on the weather and the temperatures that are projected during that time and hope for the best. The last thing of course if you're religious at all is to pray (laughs) and hopefully nothing will happen. We get a lot of these alerts and nothing probably will happen but uh, be prepared that it might and watch your temperatures Get, an, get yourself a thermometer out there and, and look at those temperatures. And if you think it's going to freeze, if it looks like it, you look at the sky, you look at the amount of wind that's coming into the yard and the landscape, you think it might freeze, throw a blanket on top of it. Throw a blanket and, and keep the wind off of it and try to capture as much heat as you possibly can. All right, that's it for now. Good luck on these freezing temperatures coming up. Bye-bye. Learn more about desert horticulture by signing up for my blog, Extreme Horticulture of the Desert. That's all one word, extreme horticulture, and starting with an X. Take some of my classes on Eventbrite if you're in the Las Vegas area. That's Bob Morris on Eventbrite.